Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memories. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Yo, yo, good day and Halloween episode. Your hair changed a little bit. Yeah, right. you know, I, I, had, I had to get all decked out for the Rupes team. You know, I got my, my earrings on, my I'm looking fly for Halloween. So, you know, That's it's right. good. My mini Rupes with the yellow system. So, so you- good morning, everyone there. I, I have never had a podcast with this many people on it. This is awesome. Yeah, you got the whole team here. This is our uh, our global technical team for Rupes. We... We're represented by many different countries here. Well, you know, and that's one of the things that is really cool, right? Um, before you guys got on, I asked the question, how many um, how many representatives from different countries did you have? And Todd listed them off. What were they, Todd? Because I got a couple of them. Well, we, got, we, we have USA, Spain, Portugal, Italy. Uh, Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida, Colorado, those countries. <laughs> Prentice, USA. Carlo in uh, Italy. Gabriele, Italy. Ricardo, Italy. Ta- I'm from uh, Florida. <laughs> that's a different country for sure. Yeah, Ricardo, yeah. Italy. And then Central Asia, all the oh. all the stand the stand countries. Wow, that, that is super cool. I, I think one of the things that I really appreciated, um, if you guys didn't catch it, Rupes had a huge announcement on Tuesday. No, really? Yeah, yeah, a huge announcement. And the thing that I really appreciated is that it started out in Italian, right? Yeah, the owner, CEO of the co- co- company's on there. He's talking about the history. I loved that they tied in that, you know, the past builds the future and Rupes is always pushing something new, man. And this Bigfoot hybrid is awesome. I can't wait till next week. Yeah. At SEMA. So, so obviously the big uh, giant Bigfoot elephant in the room is the Bigfoot hybrid, which Todd is lovingly cradling right now. Um, we have I and literally guys we got a we got a bunch of questions that came in to me because people knew you were going to be on the podcast. So um that there you go. Richard Hutchings is actually in the air right now on an airplane watching this live. So what hey, Richard. Makes, what makes the hybrid technology so good? Because it's it, just from the video we're watching, the sound was different, the vibration. What what do we got? What why is it the way it is? Yeah, well, <clears throat> You know, in the world of, of uh, cordless tools, what, the thing that makes the hybrid technology stand out is that this tool, along with our whole family of hybrid tools, can be used either corded or uh, with the battery power, right? So the portable power. 
the limitation traditionally is battery technology. We're all handicapped by the, the technology. And, and, and we've seen one movement in the market. We're not going to say it's the wrong movement or, or the wrong direction, but it's to put heavier, more powerful batteries on to drive the, the tool. And what Rupus did <laughs> is completely uh, innovative from a different, from a, this is a brand new tool from the ground up. Uh, I mean, every part of this is completely reimagined, but the idea is to maximize the performance and to meet or beat current market expectations without having to go to a heavy, powerful battery that throws off the balance of the tool. I think one thing that Rupus has established over the last 10 years at a minimum is that anything we do is going to be ergonomic, comfortable. Uh, it's going to feel good. We're not willing to sacrifice the user experience. And right. so that's why the, the, we're excited about the hybrid 21 and 15 is because this is our approach to that market and it is more comfortable. It's, it is the lightest battery power tool I've built. It's lighter than our Mark III. And wow. we, instead of losing torque, we actually went the opposite direction. It's very powerful. And this thing rips. Yeah. So okay. it's, not a, it's not throwing a battery on the back of an existing platform. It's redesigning the platform so we could maximize current battery technology. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, we saw that, but but it literally, um, everybody, the same sentiment has come out of everybody. They're like, I can't wait to get this in my hands. I got to get this. I got to see how it feels. The trigger sounds awesome. So we are going to be, um, we were very, and I'm very thankful to Rupas because we've been invited to be in your booth at SEMA. We're going to do some live stuff there. Um, we've had a number of people that ask us if we're going to go live in there. Yes, we're going to go live in the booth. We'll we'll get some close-ups of the device. Um the questions that I have are things like, uh, does the battery charge when it's into the cord on the device itself, or is it a separate charger? No, the, the cord gives you an option to the power source for the tool, but it does not charge the battery while you're using it. Okay. No. So it's similar to the, it's similar to the, what, what the high heel that Sydney calls the other hybrid. Yeah. Cause actually the way it would work is you're going to take the, battery off and you're going to put this adapter on that will change it to a corded tool okay and then the other question that somebody asked me was um does this change uh, or has it been incorporated into the whole rupus systems right um so we all are very familiar with you know uh kind of the I, I call it idiot proof and I apologize to you guys that have created it but the idiot proof system that that rupus has where it's like blue pad Blue polish, yeah. blue, right. yellow, yellow. It makes total sense to somebody with a thick head like Charlie Brown over here. So um, does it change anything or have you guys re-engineered some of the products that go out as well? Yeah, interesting question. And uh, our team is still optimizing the, the whole balancing and how it fits into a system that has been pre-existing for years already, right? Mm -hmm. so, but the, the full intention is that the hybrid tools will use the consumables that are in our current DA system uh, with some um, caveat to that. We have adjusted um, our wool pad. So we've kind of redesigned the wool pad in the DA system uh, to accommodate not only this tool, but also improve the performance across all of the tools that are dual action. And then you might've also seen this pad, which is a new color. Yep. Uh, that has been a pad that's coming out, you know, with the tool synchronized in time, but not specifically for that tool. It's for our, all of our dual action tools. So there, there has been a little bit of adjusting on, you know, pad design, 
because the eccentric set and the balancing of this tool is completely different than our other tools. So we've tweaked the wool pads a little bit. But the other pads, the foam pads, the microfiber pads, those remain the same. Yeah. The, yeah. the one thing that I really noticed when Todd was doing his section in the introduction um, on Tuesday was how quiet the device was. And it goes to Bob Rassman's um, question is like, are you? it seems like you're moving more and more to anti-vibration because to me, it seems like the vibration is part of what causes so much noise and tires you out when you're using a polisher. Well, and you know, there's different performance factors that engineers think about when creating polishing tools, but vibration, sound, heat, mm -hmm. you know, all those are, are part of how the tool, tool operates. So it's very important to Rupus, and probably if we can toot our own horn here, it's more important to us as a company than it might be to other tool companies. But we really focus on things like sound and heat and vibration and how it feels in your hands, how you use it, and more importantly, how it works with the other components in a system. Because when anybody is polishing on paint, the result they get from machine polishing happens because of a combination of things there's a tool, there's a compound, there's a pad, there's a person. Yep. And and those four things created that result. It isn't a tool. Right. It's right. Four things that create the result. So right. what we as a company focus on is the the synergies between those four things. That's what we focus yeah. on. And I and I know that you guys really are are passionate about that stuff. The 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 opportunities that we've had in the past to be at the facility a couple of times during trainings. Um you know, I know, I remember Todd was, uh, we had a Honda hood in there and we were literally trying to heat it up, um, to the point where we would burn through and you could hear the, the, obviously a Honda hood, it was aluminum. It's popping because of the heat dissipation that's going on and we could not burn through. And so I think that that is a, um, that's a huge advantage for you guys to have the hands on that you do. Um, I know that the, the, the care and precision that you guys put into just the trainings alone, um, you know, with Sarah, when we were there, um, there was that uh, 69 Coronet that was there and you guys doing the sanding and, and putting into that. Um, and especially with, with um, Jason, you've always been doing that. I mean, I've, we've known you for 150 years and, and just the, the care that you put into that. Only 35. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually, since 1947, uh, Jason was at <laughs> I'm not sure anybody knows that or not, but there's a Rupes facility for birthing of the future trainers. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, uh, <laughs> so, so you guys, um, the other, the only, the last question that I got from somebody online was, um, that hasn't come up yet, was the it is about the new pad color. Somebody noticed there's a new pad color on it and they wondered where does that one fit in the system? Yeah. So this new pad is a foam, obviously foam pad for dual action polishers, meaning our random orbitals and gear driven orbitals, mm -hmm. but it's positioned in terms of aggressiveness and finishing sort of in between our blue, you know, most aggressive version of our pad and our yellow, which is medium. We're calling this, intermediate so it's 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 kind of a medium in between a real strong cutting pad and a medium cutting pad but the unique feature about this new pad that we're launching is its versatility goes across all of our liquids and 
all of our tools. So it's kind of like a, a what, what did you go? Oh, a cut and finish pad. So a cut and finish pad that it, it can remove defects, but leave the finish in a wax ready or a sealant ready state. Right. So all of our team, we've been working on this pad for a couple of years and we're, we're really excited about this performance because it we're, I'm not going to speak for you guys, but we're all excited about this pad. A lot of people used to, early on, I've been with Rufus for a little while, um, used to use the yellow pad, our yellow foam pad to cut because it had a good surface area and it did a good job even with cutting compounds, but the pad wasn't the most durable when it was used in that way because it's not designed to be used that way. Um, but really this new blue pad is a little bit less aggressive than the existing blue pad, but it takes all of those characteristics that people love about the yellow pad and amplifies it into a cutting pad. It, honestly, it's, it's really incredible how well it cuts for the finished quality it deserves. It, it's super, super cool. And, and it is blue, so it fits in the blue range, but it also kind of recalls in our history the green pad we used to have, which a lot of people loved this idea. So this pad kind of fits in there. And, and as Jason mentioned, and it, it kind of plays back on what you guys had said about a system, this pad kind of exists in its own world. It's definitely blue, it's definitely a cutting pad, but we have tested it with every one of our polishing liquids and including the Uno line mm -hmm. and the results have been incredible. So awesome. it really is our next generation of foam pads. So that, that brings up something that I, I, you know, Jason, you mentioned this all the time. Um, there was a, a there's a lot of people I think that kind of had to stop talking when you say this, but when you mention that products are designed for a specific amount of time for the abrasives to break down and to do their job. I think a lot of people in the industry that have been, um, that have not have not maybe been formally trained or have just kind of done their own thing, kind of have to stop and go, I'm going to go ahead and stop doing like 10 passes with that compound because I'm doing nothing, right? All we're yeah. doing is loading up the pad. All we're doing is um, wasting time, really. And so with, with some of the compounds you guys have in the 60 seconds that, it's, that, it's that it is designed to do, how, how does that differ with the kind of the Uno products that, that start as one and finish as another? Is there a, a secondary time in that? I know I'm kind of nerding out on the product for a second, but, but like 60 seconds for the abrasives breakdown and then how long until it's, you're really doing nothing with the polish? Yeah, it's, a, it's a fair question. And, and you're right to ask this because the Uno products are a little bit different than the other compounds and polishes that are dedicated to a certain tool movement. Whereas Uno for us is a sub-brand that means any tool, any pad, you know, it's a finishing product that you, that's very versatile. But first I want to correct some of your terminology. Please do. Um, so chemists can, like dials on a radio, they can adjust the cycle time of any compound or polish. Um, but it does not have to do with anything uh, connected to the behavior of the abrasives in, in the compound. So when you say it diminishes down in 60 seconds, that's not actually accurate. Um, the abrasive behavior is something completely different and it has its own cycle time, but the application of the product is the cycle time we're talking about. Okay. And we have for consistency and training and education and peak performance, we've tuned our system for that 60 seconds or less. And I say less because uh, the softer the paint is, the less cycle you want to apply. Right. 
and many people overwork soft paint. Mm -hmm. But 60 seconds is kind of like the maximum. And if you overdo that, you're correct in what you said that you're just kind of wasting time with our system, but you also, more importantly, could hurt your finish if you overcycle. Yeah. 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 And we saw that really, we saw that um, a few weeks ago in Indiana, we were, it was a black Lexus and it had been a repaint and it was really soft. And so the people hit it, we hit it with a really kind of an aggressive um, compound and it just hazed really bad because we were overworking it. It wasn't, it wasn't that it needed that it needed a softer touch, if you will. So I, I appreciate that. So then in the, in the, Back to the the compounds that start and then finish, right? Like an Uno type. Oh, of yeah. Sorry. That was your original question. So Uno Protect, Uno Advance. I'm talking about those yep. parts of the Uno That's family. Uno Protect, Uno Advance. They have an application cycle that is very variable, and it's a decision made by the user. So, for example, if you just want to slop that product on and you're spreading wax and you do not have the expectation of slowing down and removing defects like a compound would, the product can be used that way. You're just spreading protection on the surface. Okay. So in that case, it's a very quick application time, very fast cycle. You're literally fast arm speed, fast application, 10 seconds, right? Yeah. Um, but if you want to, Uno Protect and Uno Advance, you can apply it like a compound, slow down your arm speed, do more uh, cycle time, and that will cause the abrasives in the product to mechanically remove defects, and the product can do that as well. So there is no set cycle time for Uno Protect, Uno Advance. It's a variable. It's a choice yep. of the user. Right. It's back to your four things that you have there. It's the yeah. person, it's the environment, it's the paint, it's the tool. So let's jump back to the hybrid. Um, battery is at an angle. Is that a weight or a uh, balance design feature of yes. it? Okay. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> it has to do with the balancing and it has to do with the weight. There's, you know, there's a very specific reason that this angle and everything is designed this way. Uh, the tool's performance depends on that angle, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's what that's what I think the assumption was. And then the biggest question I think people have is, which I sent you the other day and you wouldn't answer, is um, <laughs> when does it go? When does it hit the market? <laughs> when does it? When does it hit the market? I mean, it it, it you know around about soon. Soon. Yep. I'm trying. Man. I'm trying. I tried to get him. I tried to get him to spill the beans on Monday on a different podcast, and he wouldn't do it. I, there, there's I was pushing. Next week called Steema. Maybe that soon. Yeah, maybe. But I think is, well, you will. You know what we are offering at Steema is the opportunity to take some prototype, you know, handmade, you know, pre-production tools where. We're bringing those to SEMA. You can go to the booth and actually experience the tool, even though we're not completely fully done with production yet. But you can experience the tool by going to SEMA. So those of you listening, if you know you're already going to SEMA, please come by the booth. You can you can get an early experience from a yeah. prototype tool and kind of get a feel and for it. You'll be there, and I, I will give you all what my, as I hold in my hands and cradle it like Todd did. I, I, I think you are going to be the most popular booth in the West Hall. <laughs> I just hands out. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be, yeah. That'd be awesome. that's, and hey, uh, it, when you're in our booth doing your podcast, you, you have to wear that wig. That has to be oh, part absolutely. of it. Yeah, you know, I, got, I got to give my daughter, Cynthia, a shout mm-hmm. out. This is actually one of hers. Oh. And, uh, la- last night, I'm like, well, all right, it's a Halloween episode. Do you have a nice afro I can wear? She goes, oh, dad, I got one perfect for you. <laughs> so it was either this one or the nice pink flowing one that she has. So I opted Yeah, no, for I this. just went for the yellow shirt to look like Charlie Brown. And <laughs> I can't. Are you, I'm, I'm trying to be like, her. Are you like Phil Lynott or something? Or what is it? <laughs> That's right. I, I could do it with Sarah's hair. I'm very jealous of Sarah's hair, but, you know, I can't, I can't pull that off. I just can't do it. Look at that. Look at that over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's some hair. Yeah. Right. She's got the best hair in the Holy business. Holy cow. Hands down. Mm. So, I mean, if, if I could have Sarah hair, I'd be cool. So Sarah hair. Yeah. One of the things. That should be its own social media channel. <laughs> at SarahHair.com. I'm going to buy that. Name. Sarah hair. So one of the things that was really cool, and I actually went back and I watched this three times. So this is how it impressed me, was the opening of the silver box. Yeah. And I actually called Shad Stoker. I go, dude, you you, you and I are buddies. So tell me, what, what was that like? He's like, oh, dude, that, the Rupes, the new hybrid is amazing. He goes, you got to get your hands on it. So, so yeah, he did. It just so you know, he was watching it. Nobody is jealous of my hair, Richard. There yeah, isn't anything there. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of the Rupes polishers will help it grow. That's back right. There, there, are you guys going to work? That's the other one. Are you guys going to work on a, a hair polishing thing where you could just polish this out? It looked like Todd's watch. We'd buff this thing out. <laughs> so yeah, I wanna I wanna hit that with some sandpaper first. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you can't get all those wrinkles and no, you can't. That, you it's can't. Like it's like a crocodile. No, yeah, man. it's really bad. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Misty. Well, whoa. Well, well, we're super excited. I mean, you have an incredible team there. I mean, you got people from five different countries. Um, and to me, this speaks to the international impact of what Rupes is doing for the industry. And I mean, it's just, it says a lot about the legacy of what you guys have built over the years, what, you know, the entire team there is doing globally. I mean, we see yeah. Jason, but we see Sarah, we see Todd, but to have these international faces that we're going to you know, get to know and love and have them be the ambassadors for, for their countries. I mean, that's phenomenal. Um, and like I said, I just loved the opening when, you know, your, your CEO just started out in, in Italian because I love cultures and people. And I think that's one of the things tapping into not only Rupes, but also the IDA, right, Jason? I mean, yeah, sure. you're one of the big guys for building the, the IDA internationally and we've seen some amazing things come out, you know, especially this year in places like Karim, Khan, and just yeah. all across. Yeah. And, and, and it's a testament of Rupes's leadership, you know, tied not only as a polishing company, a tool company, a system company, um, but you guys are really working to impact the entire industry while 
while building a phenomenal system. And in the words of Dustin, I love this, what he said, his comment, to Rupes makes it easy to run a big shop without sacrificing quality. The system is a huge part of our process. And I think that I think people underappreciate the power of a system. And that's really what you guys bring to the market. Yeah. So everybody needs to come by the booth at SEMA. Um, I know you guys have a hard stop at 30 minutes. We got about six minutes left. Um, I, my, my personal thing is I, I really appreciate the kind of the open arms that you guys have shown the entire industry, but us personally, I mean, you guys have let us come in there. We've been in your offices. We've been, you let us run through the facility. Um, you know, you, I've gone through two trainings there that were phenomenal and the care that you actually give to people that you want them to learn. You want them to actually learn how to use the system. And, and whether somebody connects better with Prentice or Todd or Sarah or Jason or, you know, it, I think that that is just a real testament to the company. So thank you guys for being so open to the whole industry. Um, you guys are super generous. Some of the stuff you guys do in the background that nobody knows about is incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, yes. and, and I really personally, on a personal level, I really appreciate the, the stuff that you guys do. Um, for everybody in this industry, there are people that are huge fans of yours. I remember years ago that um, we had a hat that was a giveaway, and uh, there was one person that just really wanted the hat that was signed by Jason Rose. Man, he came by the booth like 17 times. I got to win that hat. I got to win that hat. And surprisingly, he actually won the hat. But, but I, I, yeah. yeah. The easiest way to win anything from Rupus is to say you want it signed by Jason. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is we've actually several of those. So, so you said that we, you know, that we were open with the industry, but the truth is, is the industry is also very open with us. Yes, um, we are a result of the industry. In that launch video, Marco Dinka, who, who just left the Godfather of Bigfoot, said it perfectly that the end user and the consumer is the inspiration for what we do. Yeah. What makes Rupus unique? without going off too much, is really this is what we do. We make things smooth and shiny, and we control every aspect of it. We do the pads, the compounds, the tools, and, and even going a little bit further and, and saying something behind the scenes, because in the U.S., obviously, you've mentioned names that people know about us in the U.S., but our global team, some of the gentlemen that aren't here with us today and everybody sitting around me, are equally uh, as good and as passionate and amazing. And we are, what you see in the U.S. is just a result of everybody behind us that you guys just don't get to experience, but luckily the rest of the world does. So it's just important to, to point that out, that we are a family and a team that work together. We're just the faces that you guys see in the U.S. But, but there's a whole yeah. no, that, that, that for sure. people dedicated. The company, you guys are only the product of the company, and, and, I, and I appreciate that, Todd. It's, it's, it has been... Um, it has been a real honor to get to know you guys and to hear this, the stories and to be there and see the stuff. I know that, you know, we've known Prentice for a number of years. And when we heard that Prentice was going to be joining the team, we thought, oh, that is a perfect fit because he fits into that mold and he's generous and kind and everything that, that I think the company represents. And I, and I, so I appreciate that. Um, well, and, and I would say this, if, if Rod ever fired me, Rupes would be the first company I'd reach out to. So, well, you got oh, the hair. You. you got the hair, man. It's you're That's there. The I'm first in. rejection letter. Awesome. <laughs> 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 well, thank you guys so much. We know you guys are super busy, guys. If you want more, 
Please come next week to SEMA. We're going to be bouncing. We will be in the Rupes booth. It is booth <laughs> 52171. So make sure that uh, you drop by. And thank you, Jason, for bringing your team. Todd, Sarah, everybody Todd. from Italy, you guys, man, you guys talk too much. Spain, you got it. You got to. Yeah. You got to quiet it down. All those people from, from outside the U.S. and Sarah, you got it, man. You you skated by. You skated by. So thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. We'll see you in a week. All right. Thank you. Ciao. 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 Ciao.